0: All right, so basically last session, Hector, Igar, and Meg, along with Victor, Mabel, and Alex fought off the blue dragon in Freya's cave. Unfortunately, Mabel and Alex have been killed, but thankfully Hector was able to get there right on time and casted a gentle repose on both of them. So now they can't turn into undead and their body is going to be preserved for 10 days. So basically, if someone's going to cast the Raise Dead spell, uh, you now have twenty days to find someone who can cast that on them.
1: Or we have one or ten days in one minute for Revivify. True. Yes.
2: How many days left until we gotta pay off uh, Nabs'
0: debt? Debt. Oh no. Maybe like probably have the weekend. You guys are nine days into your debt. So you have five days left and it's a three-day journey to get back to Zagradash. So you're cutting it kind of close, but you still have two days after, or you, should, you have a two-day cushion. Cool.
1: All right, so as we are dragging the bodies uh, back to the airship to get back to Zagardash, I want to, I picked up a bag of holding in the last adventure.
0: Yes, yeah, so, so the items that were left behind, these are all of them. One is the bag of holding, there's a Robo Useful Items, which Igar took. There's an Immovable Rod, an incant, a Decanter of Endless Water, and a Deck of Illusions, the Deck of Illusions Meg took. So um, basically, Earl Grey and Naz can decide between a movable Rod and the Decanter of Endless Water. Which one do you guys want to take? I
3: want the Endless Water.
0: Endless Water? All right.
3: Yeah. So,
0: Corey, you get the Immovable
1: Rod. Um, but yeah, so go ahead, John. What were you saying, Hector? I was just going to look in the bag. I'm also I'm going to throw my bag in that bag and then also the money in that bag. A bag within a bag within a bag. Um, yeah. So I'm going to grab uh, Alex by the feet and uh, Igor, get the head. We're going to bring him back to the airship. Do you want me to just take the head? Well, no, we're like carrying his body. Like I've got the feet. <laughs> I got the leg.
2: Oh, God. I thought you want me to uh, sever the head. I was like, Ugh.
1: You, you fucking <laughs> idiot. <laughs>
2: that is disgusting. That is, that's what I was thinking. Why would you want me to do that? Igar uses his overwhelming muscles and just lifts up the entire head of the dragon.
1: No, not the dragon, you're our friend. Oh oh my God.
0: God. <laughs> of our friend. Okay. Uh, So yeah, you guys help uh, load the bodies onto the ship. People are looking so terrified. Um, Freya flies down and uh, agreed to Meg. She says, is it over?
4: It is. And your cacti cactuses are extremely safe.
0: Oh, great. And um, did you guys find the gifts I left behind?
4: Yes. Thank you so much.
0: So during this time, um, Earl and Naz, you guys yep. are just waking up from your nap and you see your friends carrying back some uh, familiar
1: bodies. Who do you got there, friends? We got shit to do, Earl. Why Why weren't you there? Why, why weren't you at the dragon's lair? You know, <laughs> uh, uh, bless you, that was me. <laughs> uh,
4: uh,
1: uh, uh. <laughs> bless, you, bless you, Evie. <laughs> Sorry, ugh. Ugh. I guess you were sick. Yeah, you, uh, you should have yeah. stayed, boat. you're I, right. I, I, <laughs> you gotta- yeah, I was very sick. Uh, you know how it is. Uh, w-
5: when I exhaust all into my energy into mending the ship back together, you know, mending takes a lot of willpower, so uh, afterwards I just got very tired and exhausted and fell asleep. You know, I, I had to repair a whole ship. Wow, it looks so good. Uh, I walk over to the charred body, I bend over, place my hand on it, and I cast Mend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Victor, you asked for this. We're getting out of here. I am uh, <laughs> What happens?
5: Do I mend them back to the original state? Uh you guys wait a minute and nothing happens.
1: Hey Victor, let's let's uh, let's get going. <laughs> All right. I'm Bodies coming. are rotten. Well you I thought they can't get rotten for ten days. Well, time's a ticking. Clocks are burning. Candles so victor says
0: yes um we need to find someone immediately who can cast or bring them back to life
4: um wait when the guy that helped nas be able to help maybe
0: maybe he cast Doctor? uh he, he cast uh either lesser or greater restoration on Naz. we don't know if he can bring someone back from the dead though
4: yeah we have to go see him anyways maybe it'll help
2: Victor, let me into Alex's room.
0: I gotta see his stuff. Yes, yes, Hector. Whatever do you need? And he uh, goes through this uh, kind of keychain, and he opens up, you know, Alex's room for you. Um, you go in, and it, it just looks like a very simple, you know, bedroom. He's got his own private quarters because he is one of the, you know, big three on this ship. And yeah, in there you see a bunch of medical supplies, a few herbs here and there, a small
1: vials of liquids that you. Don't really recognize at a, at first glance. All right, I'm gonna dig through all of his drawers and his bed and under his bed, and look through his journals, um, trying to find out where he stashes his uh spell components.
0: Okay, do a investigation check. Let's roll a dice. I haven't rolled a dice in a Nine. Um, you don't find any like book, um, containing any like you know um a list of spell components for any specific spell or anything like that. Um, but you do go through, you know, um, this desk of his and on the desk there is like a shelf um, with a bunch of vials and everything. And there's also a drawer at the bottom that you go through and you see a small bag um, full of gold pieces and another another bag uh, with a few diamonds in there as well.
1: All right, I'm going to size up these diamonds. Um, they look about 100 gold pieces worth. All right, so I'm going to leave the gold pieces in his desk and I'm going to grab the bag of diamonds and I'm going okay. to put it in my bag of bags. And then I'm going to uh, write a note thanks for the diamonds and I'm going to stuff it in his uh, bag <laughs> of gold. And then uh, as we're getting ready to leave, I'm going to ask um, Victor if there's any diamonds on board.
0: What do you need diamonds for? Sure. for? I need diamonds.
1: I need diamonds. <laughs> what do you need them for, Hector? I can't just give you diamonds. You wait, you have diamonds? They, they belong to the government. Diamonds the- I am not authorized to use them. But this is what you need to bring them back? Yeah. That, yeah. Give me a small loan of 200GP in, in diamonds, and then I'll bring back Alex, and I bet he is authorized to use the diamonds. You, you make a strong point, and now you can do a persuasion check with advantage. Sweet, I'm really good at that. Yeah, no, I failed. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the three.
2: Diamonds,
0: the diamonds, Victor. I need the diamonds. Yeah, need the diamonds. <laughs> you come off a little crazy, and he kind of—he see—it's a little too convenient that you're asking for diamonds. So he says, "I'm, I'm sorry." I'm sorry, Hector. I, I'm I'm sure you're uh, trying to help, but I haven't. I don't have the authorization to use this.
1: Okay, sure. Well, we'll we'll see about this tomorrow. You said we have ten days, right? Yeah, we have ten days, so we got some time.
0: We'll have to uh, contact headquarters before then.
1: So, you guys
0: all go to bed. Naz, I'm gonna say you stay watch overnight because you had plenty of uh, rest overnight. Everyone else, after finding a blue dragon, you're exhausted. You'll take your very long rest. Um, Earl, when you go to bed, once again, you're visited by your friend, Oscar. Once again, you're in this empty space, just full of darkness, and standing in front of you is this red-skinned, horned humanoid. And he greets you. He says, Earl, Earl.
5: You, you okay, Oscar?
0: I right? want you to live, Earl Grey. Something is coming. And it's coming here fast. I, I sense it. I'm coming here.
5: Wait, what do you mean you're coming here? Wait, are you talking about your minions? Or what do you mean you? As you're well aware, I, I am not from around here. In order for
0: me to get into your world, I needed to break myself into three. There are three of me trapped in Earl old world. One of them, the worst of the three, he he was the first to get out. He he got out years ago, Earl Grey. He he came to this world just like when you first saw me. He was a rake. He was captured immediately as soon as he came into your world, but he recently found a host. And that's when I decided to come into your world. We, we are playing this game. In order for us to come into your world and end it, we have mm-hmm. to come in individually. You know that I'm a demon, and you know that I am undead. I've broken myself into three aspects, Earl Grey. There's me. I am the undead aspect. Then the worst of the three, the demonic aspect. And then is the magic aspect. A rift was opened a long time ago, Earl Grey, and the demonic aspect of me is is kind of hot-headed. He jumped at the opportunity and was captured in the Wraith form that you found me in. He recently found a host though, and that's when I decided to jump into the game. And that's when you found me at the pyramid. And now the demon aspect is coming to kill you. The three of us were playing a game. Whoever's host can survive the longest, they win. And. You are my host, Earl Grey. I want you to win. I, I want you to live, and I feel the demonic aspect coming closer.
5: So, what you're saying to me is that you, you split yourself into three parts. You jumped off from a different plane from above, and now we're playing a battle, battle royale, bo- battle royale where you want to be the last one standing. Exactly, Earl Grey. Okay, how much time do we got?
0: I don't know, but I, oh great, I feel him coming closer. And oh,
5: okay, well, I I think I should probably get up. I, I, I'm I'm kind of freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. Freaking out. And I start slapping myself in the face. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up.
0: You wake up and half the day has gone by already. It's it's about like noon. You wake up in a cold sweat and your friends aren't around
1: you. During that time, during the first half of the day, what did everyone else do? I cast Speak With Dead on Alex's body, and I asked him about the diamonds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So from the corpse of Alex, you see this ghostly visage come forth
1: when you cast... Just Speak With Dead. I think, like, their mouth starts to move. Okay. Alex, where are the diamonds on this ship? Where are all of the diamonds that you know of on this ship? Uh, Hector? Is that you? that's me. Mm -hmm. What's what's going on? Well, I can't see anything. Well, you died and we're trying to not we're making I'm making you undead, man. I'm Un- dead. You. I'm dying you won't don't worry, not undead. Un I'll make you reliving. How about that? I, you I would love to live again. Yes, if if you're saying I'm dead right now. If I'm dead right now, how am I talking to you? I'm a very powerful cleric, Alex. You know the drill. Well at least um, I'm a medium power cleric. Yeah, I'm gonna hit you with revivify, buddy. Okay. Um I've got, I think, 100 gold pieces worth of diamonds in my room,
0: and then there should be another 200 or so in the treasury.
1: Ah, uh, in the treasury. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. How do I get Victor to let me in there?
0: Well, I really want to live. I don't know if they all, they would authorize something
1: like that on just two members. I mean, like, you're a cleric. Why why else would they have the diamonds on board if not to revive you? Well, those diamonds were not, those diamonds aren't from the government. They're, They're not from the organization. Where,
0: has, has Victor told you guys yet?
1: No. Okay.
0: Tell Victor that I am okay with taking on the debt if the diamonds are needed. Um, and tell him that I think it's time
1: for you to know who we are. Alex, wait right here. I'll be back. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to go grab Victor and we can we can talk this out. And then I do that. I go to the boat wheel and <laughs> Victor. Hey Victor, I've got um Alex in the basement. He wants to talk to us. What? What do you mean Alex is in the basement? It's need to know cleric things, but you know, I got a a one-way or a two-way phone call. I got us a phone call. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's a
4: phone call, yeah.
1: T- t- take me to where, are you,
0: where he is. And he sees Alex's body just laying there. And he says, Hector, what are you talking about? What's happening? How are you feeling, Alex? I'm I'm here. Uh, Victor, are you there? Uh, are you okay, my friend? Um, yeah, we're, we're, we should have 200 gold pieces worth of diamonds in the treasury. Hector's going to need that. To bring me back. I'm okay with taking on the debt. But you should let them know who we are beforehand. I'm sure the organization would want to meet them. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. By that time, his body is no longer animated. And he is silent. No longer breathing. Victor says, well, Hector, I guess you should come along with me. And he guides you upstairs to the deck of the ship and he brings you to the large grated cover at the middle of the deck. He takes out one of the keys, unlocks it, and after about 20 minutes of rummaging down there, he brings out um, a nice handful of diamonds. There is something that you should know, Hector. Um, we are not part of the Silmar Empire.
1: That's cool, man. I'm chill with that. I'm not really a military man myself. But... Mm-hmm. Not that important to me. I don't like liars, but I can bend the truth a little bit sometimes.
0: It is okay. We are the good guys. Here, just take the diamonds. Can you please bring back Alex? Yeah,
1: we're the good guys. You are very trusting, Hector. Mm -hmm. um, It's kind of a character flaw. (laughs) And I'm gonna take that bag of diamonds. I'm gonna take the diamonds out of my bag that's in my bag and put those diamonds in that bag. And I have a bag of three hundred gold pieces worth of diamonds. Okay. I'm gonna lay it on Alex's chest, and I'm gonna punch him in the chest. Oh god. And then cast a revivify on him. Just. And then,
0: <gasps> Whoa. That is weird. Dying is very weird, guys. You
1: don't want to do it. It's, it's, it's not enjoyable. Thank you for bringing me back, Hector. I no brought Alex. You owe me one, but that's fine. Oh, well, I I I owe a lot already. 200 yeah, I know. Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. We're friends. Okay, great. Well, where, where's Mabel? Is she okay? Oh, she's dead too. What? Ran out of diamonds, man. Sorry. You can deal with that one. And, uh, yeah, so that was my good spells for the day. So I'm just going to hang out in my drum circle.
0: Meg, Naz, what are you guys doing during this time? Meditating.
4: I think that Meg is probably trying to figure out why she's so tired, so she's, like, trying to find a source of caffeine and, like, also work out her arm, her weak, frail arm. And I think that Meg probably helps some of the other uh, people on ship, like, repair their armor and weapons and stuff.
0: And the last session, I said that you have one point of exhaustion, right?
4: Yeah, because of the thingy. So that's so why she's so tired and trying to find, like, caffeine and stuff.
0: So the next day when you wake up, for some reason, I mean, you're, you're a full HP and everything, but for some reason you just feel really freaking tired. And now you have two exhaustion points. What? So right. now um, you have disadvantage on ability checks from the first exhaustion point, second exhaustion point speed is halved. Um,
3: can I... Can I do a medicine check?
0: Yes, do a medicine check, please. Thank you. Buddy, what happens if you get like too many exhaustion points? So at one exhaustion point, you have disadvantage on ability checks. Two, your speed is halved. Three, you have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Four, your max HP is halved. Five, you can't move anymore. Your speed is zero. And six, you're dead.
4: Okay, this is great. So I have like I have like five days.
1: Well, you're just sleepy. Just gotta go get some sleep.
4: All right. So I guess I, I probably tell Naz how tired I am, and like maybe show her my cool sword.
0: Yeah, you showed uh, you show her your like shriveled arm and everything.
4: Hey. So I know you're like you know super into like meditation and like body health. I can't stay away since we fought that dragon a little weird. Just wondering if you could maybe, like...
0: Uh, Naz, what'd you roll? Uh, I rolled a 17. Okay, so with that check, you see that she is really dehydrated, you know, and you look on to her right arm. That arm is just absolutely shriveled. It looks like just bare skin on bones. So, you can tell that she's super, super dehydrated and whatever is causing this right arm to shrivel up like this, it's Definitely nothing natural. It is something magical, something supernatural of some sort. What What's the
3: water next to me?
0: I mean, you have the decanter of endless water, and I am assuming you'd probably just fill it up with that.
3: I produce a fountain r- straight at and straight at her mouth, like okay. like maybe a couple <laughs> inches away.
0: So most of the water is just spraying her face, but the water that's like getting into her mouth, Meg. You feel it, and it turns to sand. Your mouth is full of sand now.
4: (laughs) And I spit out the sand. Are are you okay?
5: Dude, that's like uh, D&D's cinnamon challenge.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure that was water and not sand that you would toss into my mouth?
3: Yeah, your your face is wet.
4: (laughs) And I point to the sand. I think I need a doctor, maybe.
3: This seems like a magical problem. Have you tried Hector?
4: I have not. I don't know where he's been most of the day. Should we go look for him? Yeah, let's
3: go Let's go try to find him. He might know some other stuff.
0: Okay.
4: <laughs> I cover my arm up. Like, I wrap it. Or, like, I just make sure my cloak or whatever.
0: Are you I have embarrassed so I by your skinny arm?
4: Do, yeah. do you want me to wrap it tighter? Yes, please. Just like walk in front of that side of my the right side of me, please.
3: (laughs) I like try to wrap it really nicely and put a bow on it.
4: Aww. Okay,
3: so we're gonna
1: cute bow.
4: Do you want to see what's under it? Uh, No.
1: Not it's your arm, right? It's super
4: cool. No. Well, yeah, but and then I just I just ripped the bow off. I'm like, this is my arm, right?
1: Oh wow, that's uh kind of creepy. Um, uh huh. What happened there?
4: I don't know. Um. So just I don't know. You're Mr. Magic Man. So here's some things going on. Arm creepy. Uh. Water turns to stand in my mouth. Knee very tight. High. Can't walk super fast. Uh. Yeah, don't really know what's going a,
1: on. That's a classic curse if I've ever seen one. Uh. Back in the day when I was back in the fam, you know. My uncle Jeremy tried to summon a genie and it didn't go very well. He was eating sand for a week. Uh, you might want to ask Alex. Uh, Alex might be able to remove that curse for you. I'm a little tired at the moment. I'm going to go back to my yoga.
4: Where's Alex?
0: Uh, Alex is fucking exhausted, but he is um, currently...
1: Alex? In... Alex is in the land of the living, buddy.
0: Yeah, he just woke up from being brought back to life. He's resting up in his room right now.
4: I'm gonna give him till like 5 p.m.
0: <laughs> okay. You give him a day. Um, okay. I'll give It'll... him till the end
4: of the business day, and then I'm gonna go and I'm gonna see if he can do anything about my creepy body. My creepy body. Like right before
0: close? Yeah. So Dude. you're gonna see him like at the end of closing hours?
2: Well,
4: because he had a weird day. Like he didn't have standard hours today. Oh, you're so. right. He
0: had a, a late morning. So later on in the evening around five o'clock, uh, you go by Alex's place. He's still in his room, but he is awake. You can see the light on and everything. You knock on his door. Um, and you hear him, you know, approach the door and he opens and he says, Oh, Meg. Um, Hey, what's up?
4: Hey, Hey, how are you feeling? Welcome back.
0: Thank you. I, it's great to be back. Let me say that. (laughs) Um, yeah, how can I help you today?
4: Okay, so you know how you were just dead?
0: Yes.
4: I think my arm's dead.
0: Oh, what?
4: I, I just shoved my, like, petr like, my gross arm in his face. And I'm like, no, this. Oh, God, what <laughs> I know. I know. Yucky. Gross. Feel like crap. Um, I'm coughing up sand instead of, like, can't drink water.
0: Uh, have you shown to anyone else yet? Uh,
4: Hector but he he said it sounded like a curse and then he went nappies he had he had a nap a really important nap time to get to
0: does sound like a curse um well what, what's going on exactly i mean is it just the arm uh it, like did you have you come across anything lately uh any sword? Any, some well new- there's so, a
4: deck of cards and a sword
0: a deck of cards did you draw from the deck of cards and did it it say something about making your arm skinny no no no
4: and then i show him the sword
0: sword oh and he takes a look at the sword and as he reaches hand to you know touch it um he does feel the air around it super dry and he's he notices you know the sand kind of falling off the sword and like endlessly falling off the sword just small grains of sand and um, he says, oh, that, 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 I think that it's, I think it's that.
4: Yeah, it's weird vibes, right?
0: Yeah, very weird vibes. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what this does exactly. I've never heard of this thing before. I don't know. I've never even seen this. But I've got something that could help. I've got, uh, and then he goes through um, some cupboards and uh, his desk and he uh, muffles through like a big pile of papers. And he comes across one, uh, this one leaf. Um, and he says, okay, this, this is identify. Um, this should help us find out what this does, but I can't use this. Um, only wizards and bards can use this. Dude. Um me- you have a do you have a wizard or bard friend that can help? Let me think. Who's our
4: bard? I know we have one. Is it Hector? No, it's Corey. No. Hector? We do. We do have a bard.
0: Okay. Um, I uh okay. Yeah, bring him here, please.
4: Okay, I then I I go and I run. I get him. <laughs> <laughs> Hey! And <laughs> are you in your
0: room? And this is the moment that you wake up,
5: Earl. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Earl, uh, Earl, uh, Earl, uh, uh, Earl, uh, uh, Earl, Earl, uh, uh, Earl. Earl. Hey, hey Earl. What's a- come with me. Hey, hey what's up? Hey, a- really hey, actually day. no. Hey, hey, hey. Actually you should come with me. We need to get the get the get the fuck no, out of here. I have
4: I have a really exciting day planned for us.
5: Uh, no, hey, hey, Meg, <laughs> uh, hey, Meg. Remember how I have a demon in my body? Uh, yes. Hey, uh, the demon told me that uh, another strong. De- <laughs> 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 sorry, I'm just reading the chat. I just sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um Well, yeah. Uh, so that demon told me a bigger demon's coming to kill me right now. So um, I, I, I appreciate. I, you know, I, I value your, your your me time and your your your, your health. But um, everyone in the ship's about to die. I show we my need- arm. Oh and then okay. I touch his fucking face with my arm. Oh. Um okay. I, I do an inspection on the arm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I I guess maybe this will help calm me down. Uh, I'm guess I'm gonna just do a medical check. Um yeah, you can try and do a medicine check. All right. Uh, unlucky for you, I'm not proficient in medicine.
4: <laughs> Alex has a spell you can do?
5: With that seven,
0: you absolutely have no clue what's going on. You think she probably has some, like, sun allergy or something.
5: Okay. Um. Hmm. So let me see what I got in my little, little book here. Hmm. What could I do? How could I help you? I have no idea what to do.
4: You know what we could do? We could go talk to Alex. I think Alex knows what you can do to help me. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Uh, Come on. And I'm sure he can help you with whatever dream you had. It'll be great.
5: To be honest, Meg, I, I am scared for my life. Something is coming. We're about to die. I might teleport myself into a different dimension real quick.
4: Please. Please. please don't. I cop his face. I'm like, please, please don't.
2: Please. Aren't they the same height, too?
5: Well, <laughs> like I, I, I'm, to I'm even more intimidated by you because you're squishing my face. Can you please stop it? If you stop squishing my face, I'll do what you say.
4: Thank you, thank you, oh, Earl. Yeah. Thank you, Earl Grey.
5: Okay, uh, t- let's go to Alex immediately. Then um, I start sprinting to Alex. I can't
4: sprint. Um, okay, I, I,
5: I start running past you because I'm definitely not <laughs> focused on whatever you want.
4: Yeah, I'm walking
5: slowly. All um, right, I, I get to Alex's. <laughs> you get there before Meg does. I kick. Alex I would... kick open Alex's door. Whoa! You didn't have to do that, Alex. 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 Uh, there is a demon coming to kill me right now. We need to leave now. Where
0: did, we, I just sent Meg to get you. Where,
5: where is she? <laughs> Alex, hey, Alex, remember how I have this demon inside of me? Yes. Well, it just told me that it split itself into three parts, and, in, and a more crazy form of itself that's just pure rampage and chaos is coming to kill me. Right now, he said Girl, it's just, on its honestly, way. It,
0: honestly, uh, compared to what I just went through last night, it sounds like. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it, it hey. sounds like
5: you just had a nightmare. Hey, uh- hey, hey, um, hey, Alex. If we don't want to die, um, let's be on high lookout. We're probably gonna get into another fight. Um, uh, in the meantime, you should probably protect me. Uh, I am, what? I am very scared. Let me, let me tell you, Alex. I've never wet the bed before, but um. I, I just, I just, I just, uh, I just had uh, a little tingle upstairs. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi. Hey.
4: Are you here.
5: Ah, shit. Don't, Hi. don't listen to, don't listen. Okay. I, I have no idea what to do with her. Her. Oh, uh, her, 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 like her problems are literally second to none compared to mine. So, um, <laughs> Alex, I'm gonna, I, I'm just, letting you know.
0: All right, Earl, calm down for a second. And he calls a, um, a guard. He's like... Mm. Um, Frank, uh, come in here real quick. And a, a guard comes in uh, with his brand new shiny armor that Meg helped, you know, clean up and uh, fix. Um, and he says, can, "Can you let Victor know? Earl's spouting some shit about um, a demon getting close by. Just make sure everyone's on high alert. Make sure everyone's keeping an eye out. And to, um, you know, ring the bells if they see anything strange." Sir, yes, sir. And he goes to find uh, Victor. Now, Earl, I've got a little present for you to help your friend Meg here. Um, And he brings out a scroll. And he says, okay, so this this isn't a spell I can cast, unfortunately. But you may be able to help her. So he brings out this musical sheet. And he says, so I can't read music. Bards can. Um, This specific song will help you cast Identify. And may be able to help you find out what's going on with Meg's weapon there. And he points over to the sword and he says that that's what's causing this. Meg, by the way, you need to be acting like this sword is still like super valuable to you. You don't ever want to get rid of it. You want to keep it forever. No one else can okay. have it. Um, even if this is the cause for your dehydrated body and arm, you're going to keep it. You want it.
4: Okay. Yeah. Yes. My sword.
0: Let me say Um, So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's that. You can help her find out if you can figure out this song. Uh,
5: hey, hey, Alex, do you mind if I talk to you for a second in that we, corner over there? I thought we were talking. Hey, hey just, just come come over here. I just don't want her. I just don't want anyone <laughs> else to here. this. Just come over here for a second. Come here. <laughs> okay. I put my arm around him. It'll just be a little second. Okay. Okay. What's, what's I, happening? I, I turn him.
4: Okay, you hey. guys just talk over there and
2: Meg.
5: I'm so sorry. It's it's on. I don't know what's on. going on with them. Hey, 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 so Alex, you yeah, know, what do you want? Do you want? I-, I-, I would love to help, but you know, I- I'll give you i a- I'll tell you a little secret. Um, you know, just because I carry these instruments doesn't necessarily yeah. know I know how to play them. But uh, uh you know, uh, have you ever heard of the thing where you 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 have something just to show off, just to say, I do this and I see really cool. You you can well, uh, you know, I I I have no idea how to read music. I'm pretty, I'm quite illiterate when it comes to most men. <laughs> 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 you no, know, yeah, yeah. Let me let me show you something. And I pull out my notebook. Up like, look here's page three. And I show him my notebook.
0: Meg, you see him open up his notebook and show it to someone else for the first time ever.
5: And it's <laughs> and you just you just see nothing but. Chicken scratch. I don't even know what I write half the time. I'm, I'm quite illiterate. Uh, <laughs> my 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 family said I, I was just bored, just ungifted. Um, I think it's just because my mother dropped me on the top of my head and just refused to tell me that I have a learning disability. But you know, but uh,
4: what are you what are you showing out of that secret? Is a secret journal? Is everything uh,
5: okay? Nothing. Nothing. Meg, Meg, you you stay over there. We're we're, we're just having a man to man talk. You know. You know. We're boys being boys. You know. <laughs>
4: You're the most sex person. I All right.
5: I, anyway, anyway, I, I'd just be so embarrassed if she found out. I would love to help her. I would love to help her. But, you know, uh,
0: look, 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 man. Look, look, okay? Look. That, <laughs> you can sing it, dude. Like, God. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Look, there's some lyrics down here underneath the notes. You can just sing it. You don't need to like, you don't need to play a it. man up. can't read. <laughs> <scary>. <laughs> he, he, he hands you a pearl. He says, what? you're, you're, you're going to need this. Okay, just hold this in your hand.
5: Okay. Okay. And repeat um. after me. Oh wait, uh, what what instrument should I use? Look, uh, should I use look, just this, sing
0: it? Um, just, just sing it, okay? Just just put sing some it. Co- oh, no, yeah, look, just some random inflections and in your voice. Uh, well, I can't. Like, hey, just, here's just another thing. Wait,
5: <laughs> well, you no. Know, here's another thing. I, I can't. I, I don't like this singing it from other people, especially other <laughs> girls. So I'm very self conscious about friend my friend voice. You. you know.
0: What are you doing?
5: No, no, you know. Uh, hey, Meg, can you can you turn around for a second and cover your ears? We're about to help you out real quick.
4: Do I need to get a different bard or wizard? Like,
5: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm totally I'm totally I I'm top clear. I'm S class, dear. Don't you worry. This is what we're gonna do. Okay, hold on, okay. hold on. I'm, and
0: then he goes through his um you know his desk once more and he finds another piece of paper and he's like, Meg, I need you to read this. Cast it on him so he can read this, and cast on you, and he ke- brings up a um, a scroll for comprehend languages, so he can read. <laughs> okay. So it's a ritual. You spend about ten minutes, and you cast comprehend languages on e- uh, Earl Gray, and he says, "You can read it now, can't you?"
4: <laughs> Earl, do you not understand languages?
5: What are you talking about, Meg? Of course, like, I can understand this languages. Look, like this this clearly is a line a, on a line on a line, <laughs> and this spells the letter E. So this must mean this is E. Right. Okay. Right. okay, okay, okay. Hey. I can I can clearly read. Don't I mean? Look at me. Let me let me pull up this novel.
4: This is the worst <laughs> way for Alex to come back, like to the living. You know.
5: <laughs> okay. The day Here he we comes go. back. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> <clears throat> Roses
2: are red Violets are blue
5: Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2
0: Beautiful, okay With that You cast Identify on this goddamn Sword finally And um, You learn all the information that Already came when she attuned with this Item I'm a little teapot a-
5: Encore. Encore. Some wait. There's but some songs I can't. Once told me that was... Well, the years stop coming, and they don't 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 stop <laughs> coming. Okay, the demons getting closer.
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, okay. So what
5: what can we do to help? You cast. War?
0: You cast identify on the sword. Once again, Audrey, you already know this, or Meg, but it's a plus one weapon. It does does 1d6 slashing damage. You also get an extra attack with this weapon. So when you attack with this weapon, you attack twice. And on a 19 or a 20, it's a critical. Wow. So it's also a cursed weapon. All the water and drink that passes through your lips turn to sand. And every day, the wielder suffers one point of exhaustion, which cannot be recovered through normal resting. On a 19 or 20 attack roll, the sword drains the moisture from the target inflicting two points or uh, two points of exhaustion and restoring two points of exhaustion to the wielder. So in order for her to, you know, recover from the dehydration, she needs to start hacking this sword at people.
5: Uh, well, I was about to say like, maybe she should just drop the sword entirely. Hey, Hey Meg, I, I figured out what the problem is. It's that sword you're carrying. Um, your that sword is making you very very dehydrated to the point that uh, it's not good for you
4: yeah but you know I feel like there's gotta be a way to just like fix the sword uh, so I'm not thirsty I,
5: you know Meg I would love to tell you if there's a way but unfortunately you know I, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you this time uh, this sword is not good for you. Um, I might have to do an intervention. Let's t- just take a seat real quick, okay?
4: Oh, I don't know if Ma- that is something I want to sit through.
5: I, I, it's okay, Meg. It's it's totally fine. You know, this yes, uh, the sword seems really cool. It seems awesome, but it's killing you.
4: Oh, there's some Oh, I think your demon's here and she uses like prestidigitation to like make a sound, like a scary sound from across the room and she like slowly runs away.
5: <gasps> i'm about to die very immediately and very very bloody and possibly very gory so uh um, help him help me out please help me help me what help do you need out. help with what do you mean i, I need help with
1: you're
5: on the ship with us what what else can i do for you have a cleric cast of like guess isn't there some sort of like <gasps> mythical like like divinity that can protect me at all times past like high level glory to all gods above below the sea come and help me kind of stuff.
0: Look Earl Grey, I, uh, you're on a ship with a lot of us, a lot of people on the ship who can help you know, protect you. I, we're on our way to Zagardash right now where, you know, it'll be a very busy city. And if anything comes to fight you, you know, the whole city will be there to protect you, like the guards and everyone. So I wouldn't worry too much. Just, you know, get a good night's rest and relax.
5: Okay. Thank you, Alex. And I get up and I go find my my boy, Egar, to see what he's doing.
2: Egar, what you doing? Igar's going to be outside of the ship. He's going to be training for quite a bit. He's like already on his 978th
5: push-up. Uh, Igar. Yes. Do you trust me? And I, right. I smile and i holding up my hand, kind of like Aladdin. Do you trust me? Where the hell did you come from, Earl? I was
2: literally just doing my... You the world. Do you trust me?
5: Uh, of course, buddy. I take. my reach my hand out too. I grab him. Now, great. So this is what we're about to do. We're gonna jump over that balcony, and I'm gonna cast a feather ball, and we're gonna get the hell out of here. Um, you. What about everyone else? Uh, the, it seems like you know. I don't want to scare you, or freak you <coughs> out, but there's this really powerful demon coming to kill us all, or specifically me, emphasis on me, and they're not taken seriously enough so i gotta take matters into my own hand um well, so he, he, I, I i have chosen you as the 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 finest of the fit the the most evolved out of the group in terms of the <laughs> based on theories of evolution i think no you're it's perfect. nothing funny don't worry <laughs> it's all seriousness but um i mean look at those I mean, muscles if the if there's anyone who could fight against a demonic demon straight from straight from nowhere who will probably murder everyone in a in a terrible bloodbath and that our souls would suffer into the ethereal plane it would be you we ER. are I mean if you stay here then
2: the demon will come right at us if you leave the demon follows you and everyone else is safe but well, who's gonna keep you safe
5: how about this how about I, I cast non-detection uh, and I can't be targeted by any div- divination magic or perceived through any magical sensors. How about that? Okay. Oh, wait a second. I don't need the demons to be following me. Bing, bing. Oh, by the way, uh, Igar, Before I go, uh, Meg has this really cursed, cur- cursed sword. Um, if you can take her, take her off a person when you can. Uh, uh, did you try asking her if she can get rid yeah, of Yeah, she won't listen to me. You know how she is with me. Oh, I don't true. think I don't think we really get along all that well. I it think you guys are very... like the best friends.
2: I think you and her are closer are closer to each other than her and Nav. Re-
5: really? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Great, Igar. OK, well, thanks for that. Is it killing her? Uh, yeah, it is. It's dehydrating her. So she will for sure die if she holds on to the sword. Uh, I think for long enough. Okay, I guess then I'll take it from her or I'll try. Can, it, can I destroy it? I have no idea. I, I If anything, I just don't touch it. Well, I wouldn't be touching it. The sword would be touching that sword, like my huge battle axe. Oh, so would your sword what become dehydrated? Sword? Can swords can hope, become dehydrated? Does your sword that. have an or- Oh, Sorry, this is too much for me. I, I have had a lack of sleep. I've been freaking out, but I think we're all good. Hey, can I sleep with you tonight? I'm, I, I don't want to sleep by myself. Uh, you don't want to do that. I sleep butt naked.
0: You guys all live—I mean—sleep in the same room.
5: <laughs> oh, do we yes. really? I'm yeah. under the sheets, butt naked. So if you don't want to share the same sheets as me, <laughs> uh, actually, yeah. Okay, well, I, I have to go clean up something. All right, good to see you. Good night. <laughs> night.
0: So, yeah, you uh, casted non detection on yourself. The demon that's chasing you won't be able to detect you overnight. So, you're at least safe throughout the night. Everyone, you get a nice night's sleep. Next morning rolls around. Um, the crew makes breakfast. And, Mass, you see a small uh, ship approaching from afar, about maybe 300 feet away. What are you doing at the moment?
3: I yell, Oh, ship. And then I ask, Oh, ship. Uh, I grab everyone. She is hiding. She thinks that they're going to take her
2: sword. Where are you keeping the sword? Is it on you at all times? Yeah. No?
0: At this point, the ship is getting really close. And the best way to really describe it is it's just a houseboat version of an airship. Completely made out of wood and kind of looks a little unstable. Um, on the side of the boat, there's like a pretty big sign reading. Just magic's magic shop. <laughs> there's some uh, curtains that you know go into the houseboat and stepping out from the curtains there's a guy in his underwear with like a cup of coffee in his hand he's like it's just big old stretching there and he turns and he sees a ship right next to him and he's like oh gosh <laughs> And he runs inside um and he comes right back out and he's uh you know fully clothed now and he says welcome to my shop hello sorry hello hello Hello. You guys want some magic stuff? I got, I got magic stuff.
3: What do Hello. you
0: know? uh, Sorry, it, it's really hard to hear you with with the uh, airships making so much noise. You, you guys want to come over?
5: Uh, um, what's the vibe I'm getting from this dude? Doing oh, a-
0: can I uh, also I- do I- a vibe check? Um, who wants to do the vibe check? One person can do it. I do. All right, now let's do the vibe check. 18. Yeah, he looks like a very, you know, nice,
5: chill person. No
0: intent behind
5: what he's trying to do, really, besides sell you stuff. Uh, I'm going to stay on the ship, guys. You do what you got to do. And I'm going to go hide and go chill with Alex or Victor.
3: I want to see if I can find
2: anything
0: to help my friend.
2: Igor is going to step out and walk around for
0: a little bit. Well, real quick, I, I want everyone to just go around and um, say what you guys got at level 5, now that you guys are level 5 now.
1: Uh, I got more spells. It's a story undead now, too. Bard of,
5: inspir, bard of Inspiration plus D8 and then Ability Feat.
2: Um, I just got well, one Boost of Health, and I have an extra attack, and I also got two proficiencies so i have like a boost in constitution and strength
3: i also have extra attack and um i have more key abilities um and then i also have slow
0: fall
4: i became more charismatic i got some more spells and i got some more sorcery points
0: all right, so the magic shop, all the items are on the Google Drive. So take a look around. Um, wh- how much money does everyone have, by the way?
1: $4 billion, all in GME. I think I've got $50. I have got 50 i have 9 gold and two silver.
2: John, how I have much?
4: nine gold, two silver, 17 copper. But I'm not going to go shopping. I'm hiding.
3: Uh, nine gold
4: and nine silver.
0: Uh, 20 gold pieces. All right, yeah, so feel free to take a look through um, the shop. There's only, like, there's only one of each item unless it says there's, like, times three or whatever.
2: I'm starting to feel like I would have, I should have stole more gold pieces
1: from that pyramid we were at. Yeah, Igor, I mean, it's not stealing when you loot a dungeon. It's kind of your right. Whatever you want to call
4: it. Loot a grave.
1: Yeah, yeah, whatever that was. This magic, uh, I I see that this shield is kind of expensive. Um, and I'm very interested in this lodestone shield that pushes metal things.
0: Yes, uh, that, is, that was a very rare find. Um, I, I think the evaluation is pretty fair.
1: I, I agree. It, it seems pretty fair, but not the most fair. Not the most uh, fair. No, I, because I can't afford it. So if you brought the price down to like 40 gold pieces instead of 50, I'd appreciate that because then I could give you some money.
0: No, I do like money. Um, he's kind of running the numbers in his head. Roll a persuasion check, please.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm good at that.
0: Well. I'm sorry, sir, but I'm going to have to stick with my pricing. 50 gold pieces. I think that's a
1: very fair offer. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Uh, sorry, looks like I can't afford it. Maybe next time. I'll see you around. Hey, I think Meg had a really cool sword. Maybe I could treat you. I'll be right back. I'm going to go find Meg.
3: I kind of want the gloves. The gloves? Yeah. You want
0: to read it out for the audience?
3: It's um, thermal gloves. Mm-hmm. And while wearing them, you may choose to either do cold or fire damage to unarm attack. That sounds very useful to my overworked hands. Yeah, for someone have, who
0: punches a lot, I think these are really good.
3: I don't have enough money though.
0: Hmm.
3: 15 is so much, sir. Can you see I'm not wearing anything protective?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you need to buy it so you can protect your hands. If you can't afford it, maybe there's something that you have that you can maybe trade. I have a squirrel. A squirrel? Like like the animal? A scroll. A scroll. Ooh. I like that. What kind of scroll? What does it do?
3: What didn't you like to
0: find out? I would. If I knew what it was, maybe I you know take it off your hands and I'll probably give you the gloves.
3: I've been studying for the past 15 years Mm -hmm. and it has all my notes. Okay. And my prayers okay it has a lot of notes but I don't know if it will be valuable to you
0: hmm what kind of notes do you have in there
3: if you name your price maybe I'll think about it
0: to tell you um you can roll a deception check because this isn't very valuable to him but you can try and you know trick him into believing it's valuable where is
3: Meg when I need her (laughs) (laughs) Two. he
0: says hmm you know, I thought it was going to be some kind of scroll with magic in it and everything. I'm sorry, ma'am, but I'm, I'm not very interested. Thank you for the offer, though. Maybe your friends can help you pay. I don't
2: know. Igor is coming down to the magic shop.
0: Okay, uh, so he's in the shop, too. Yeah. Um, now, is there anything else you're doing? I'm going to make my
3: scroll glow with light.
0: Okay. I'm going to let you do, roll one more deception check. So it's like, you know, rolling deception with advantage. 19. okay i will give you the gloves for five gold pieces and the scroll and i think it's fair yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's fair
3: i'm sold you're a very good salesman sir and then i hand him five gold pieces
0: pleasure doing business with you and then he looks over to you igar and he says sir how can i help you
2: oh hello there as someone who is on the front line in battle, I feel like I'm going to need some healing
0: potions. I see you got some potion of greater healing. Yeah, so you can buy all... So, okay. there. I have three of them. Um, you can either buy, you know, one, each of them for five gold pieces. Or if you want to buy the whole lot of them, I will sell them to you for... 12 gold pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, that is
2: like a great deal. Like I think you are yes, but it is a great deal. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I don't really have twelve gold pieces. But but mm-hmm. what I would like yes, instead of having all three, uh-huh. I just want two. And just want two. Yeah, so that'll listen, be ten gold pieces. I, but listen, listen. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. have 10 either, so I was wondering if you cut me a deal, like buy one, get one, 50% off, or you know, I even have like a hand axe. Okay. Not that I
0: think that's going to be useful to you. Not very much. But but listen, listen, listen.
2: Mm-hmm. I just came out of a Salmar uh, um, ship, okay. ship, Mm-hmm. Okay, they got they got access to the finest of culinary ingredients and then I whip out from my bag like this gourmet like uh, the molten chocolate cake a slice of that and I'm like would you like to try some sir and I was wondering if, if you take this big gigantic chunk of molten chocolate cake I would like to still pay you and purchased the two potions off of you for seven gold pieces. Hmm.
0: Persuasion check, persuasion check. Okay. I'll, I'll say you have advantage since you used a prop. 16. He eats the cake and he's like, oh, this is pretty yummy. Tell you what, tell you what. And he brings out a piece of paper and he brings out a quill and inkwell and he says, if you give me the recipe, I will give you two potions for five gold pieces even better deal just give me the i want
2: to get one free okay yeah um igar takes He grabs the quill starts writing it down and then uh, as a note: love igar at the bottom and then takes the potions gives him five gold pieces thank you very much sir pleasure doing business with you
5: all right earl uh meg what are you guys doing uh, I'm just chilling in uh, with Alex, um, staying in the room because I'm kind of still on edge.
0: Okay. How about you, Meg?
4: I'm not. I'm, I can't go shopping because Meg doesn't want anyone to take her sword, so she's hiding on the main ship.
0: So Hector, Naz, Egar, uh, do you guys just go back onto your ship?
1: I'm going to, but I also want to return the magic after I go and hang out with Meg for a minute. <laughs>
0: okay. You go to see Meg. Meg, are you like hiding from everyone, or what are you doing exactly? Where yeah. are you?
4: I think she's, like, in a barrel.
0: (laughs) Meg. Meg, I've got a sword problem. I'm going to need contesting rolls. Audrey, do a stealth check. John, do a perception check or survival check.
4: Wait, so do I get disadvantage on this?
0: You get advantage because you're in a barrel.
4: I get advantage? Okay, I didn't know if my exhaustion affected this kind of
0: roll. Oh, that's right. It does. It does. So it just cancels off. You just have a straight check then.
1: Okay. Meg, meg where are you i've got a sword problem
4: so i think what probably happened because i only rolled a, a seven mm-hmm. i think what might have happened is meg emptied a barrel of weapons left things scattered around the barrel and then hid in the barrel
0: yeah like your speed is half you don't have time to clean up the weapons you just want to get in no. there head um She's yeah just
4: tired to think straight
0: Hector, you find like a pile of weapons scattered around this single barrel and you come across and you open it up and you see Meg hiding right inside.
1: Oh, hey, Meg. Uh, That's normal, right? It's not Meg
2: in here.
1: Meg, I've got it's, a sword problem. Could you remember, uh, remember the sand probably we were having earlier? <laughs> you Are you yeah. thirsty? I mean, no. You, you seem pretty thirsty. You're talking weird. <laughs> Uh, all right man i'm gonna reach my hand into the barrel and try to grab your sword
4: oh no Ooh,
0: what are you doing meg
4: she's gonna use magic it's your sword
2: yeah what are you gonna do <laughs> i don't
4: want to hurt you though i'm gonna use shocking grasp to shock hector
1: oh god damn it ow what what
4: the fuck She's gonna to try to wiggle to knock the barrel over so she can like crawl out.
0: You successfully do that. Yes, okay.
4: She's just crawling away. She's
0: crawling away at half speed.
3: Yeah. Oh god.
0: Um, while this is happening, Earl, you are on the deck uh with Alex and there is like a soldier behind you, you know, just tending to some cleanup stuff on the upper deck, and you hear something. You hear something kind of just swoop in and out. You just hear some flapping and right behind you. You turn around and that soldier's
5: missing. You, you don't know where you he went. Hey, Alex, uh, wasn't there a shoulder? And I'm just a look up. You see a bird pretty high up, but that's about it. Uh, I'm gonna cast detect magic. I'm looking outside the ship. I'm kind of just like kind of freaked out. Alex, I think, I think it's here. I think it's here. What's here? What are you talking the about? The demon.
0: It's a beautiful day. Out. What, what makes you think that? Alex has his back turned like he's facing you mm-hmm. and you're facing him. And from behind Alex, you see this large, dark figure. that kind of looks like a big, giant black bird. It was very quick, super fast. So it's I- kind of blurry. You can't really tell. But you see it pick up another um, soldier behind Alex. And a soldier didn't notice, and he's like, "Whoa, guys, there's something around here." Alex, I know it's here, there. it's here. Oh god, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna
5: die, I'm gonna die.
0: All the soldiers come out, all the um the crew members um hide under the deck, and you are on the ship with your friends, Alex, Victor, and now a total of four guards left. What are you What are you all doing? What-
1: Meg, this is for your own good. I'm going to continue to chase her and try to get the sword.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, Meg's super slow. She's half speed, but... You dumb bitch.
1: Give me that goddamn sword. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all going to make me
5: lose my
3: mind.
4: Who are you talking to? Hello?
3: Someone I'm sorry. Meg, me?
1: Meg, you dumb bitch. Naz, you're fine. You're, you're, you're normal. <laughs> uh,
4: no, it's my sword. We're It's fine. We're fine. I just need to get my arm fixed. I'm fine.
1: Meg, give me that goddamn... Damn sword!
5: All right, let me help you. I cast charm person on Meg. You have to be it's it's plus my proficiency plus you have to beat a fifteen.
4: Points. I have to do a wisdom save. Um,
0: eight eighteen. Your craving for this sword is stronger than Meg.
1: Spell. Drop it. I cast command. Give me another wisdom saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> this is our priority now. All right, and then I run over and I pick up the sword while it's
0: all happening. Um, One of the uh, soldiers points up and he says, sir, Captain Victor, what what is this? Um, And there's a giant, like dark winged figure kind of like flying above. And as soon as it kind of gets right above the ship, it kind of disappears. And you see something falling down from where it was out. As it gets closer and closer, it's getting bigger and bigger. And it lands right behind you guys. Um, Meg, Hector, Earl, Alex. You see this giant orc land right next to you guys. Alex, Earl Grey, Hector, and Meg. Or Meg, sorry, Meg. I don't know why you said Meg. So this absolute beefcake standing at like eight feet tall, just Looks like the Hulk, basically. He's got a giant um gray axe to his back and he has three distinct tattoos on his body. Or no, he has he's got four distinct tattoos. Um, only one of which is currently visible. It's the one on his like forehead. It looks like like a pair of wings. It kind of like wraps around his head, this tattoo. Everyone roll for initiative. Up first, it is Alex, Victor, and the crew's turn. Alex. He is absolutely startled by this gigantic orc standing behind him now, and he immediately casts Guiding Bolt. Nope, that's a miss. And he's just gonna book it. He's already faced death before, and this creature, just by looking at him, it just pulls the fear out of you. Um, So he's gonna just book it. Um, into the fog cloud, cloud where that na- Naz calls. Um With that, he does take an attack of opportunity though, and he gets hit, and he takes uh, eight damage. Up next, it is is Victor, and he's gonna run into the fray and just use his dash action to get all the way over here behind you guys. Up next, it's Meg's turn.
4: So, Hector has my sword. Yep. I'm gonna launch myself at Hector to get my sword.
0: What does that look like? What are you trying to do? Like grapple him? Like?
4: Uh, yeah, I guess.
0: Okay, do contesting the athletics checks.
4: I got a five.
1: No. Yeah, I'm just like way more um strong than you, so. Yeah, I man. raised the sword above my head. Like, no, not no, bad Meg. But my sword,
4: <laughs> my sword. <laughs> How desperately does she want the sword?
0: Like. Like, really desperately. I mean, obviously not to the point that you would let yourself die. Like, would you hurt Hector for the sword? Yes, you would. Well, good thing <laughs> you're weak. Up next, it is the orc's turn. Using a bonus action, it lets out this deafening war cry. Earl Grey, you have to put your hands to your ears. Um, th- this is just terrifying. And you see this darkness kind of start to um, envelop him, and he rushes towards you, Earl Grey, and he's gonna attack twice. Oh my god, Uh, it hits. 22 damage. Ow. This orc just swings down this great ax right on you,
1: Earl Grey, and it, it takes out a chunk from your arm. Hector looks at the orc and looks at Meg and looks at the sword and looks at the orc and looks at Meg and looks at the sword and looks at the orc and looks at Meg and looks at the sword and looks at the sword and looks at Meg. And he casts Remove Curse on the sword and then shoves it into his bag of holding.
4: I think she just kind of like collapses down and then she's just, she's on her back on the bottom, the floor.
1: Okay. Naz, we could use your help. You too, Igor. And that's my turn.
2: Igar is gonna walk up he's not even gonna like run he's gonna walk up to this orc and while walking he's gonna look at him point at him and say hey you think you're one big bad orc don't you let me show you what a real orc can do walks up to the orc and then he's just gonna punch him right in the face
0: that hits this Is it five damage so you go in for the punch Igar you punch him right in the face. With that, with that beautiful 20, you get him. You clock him right in the face. That five damage looks like nothing to him. His face didn't even move. And right now, he, you've got a fist just pressed up against one cheek, and he says, you half-breed, you are nothing. I am not here for you.
2: And then Igor takes out a sword because he gets two attacks per action. All right. All right. And then he's going to hack right at his chest.
0: Go for it. Roll for attack. 13. You, you take out the sword and you bring it down on him. And he takes out his uh, great axe. And he catches your sword with his great axe. And in comparison, your sword is nowhere near as big as his great axe. Oh, come on. All right. Um... He's towering over you, by the way. You are about six feet tall. He's about eight feet tall. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on.
2: I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this. And I am going to cast my action surge. I Did cast one sword. <laughs> and then I'll, I'm will going to swing at him again. So, like, after he catches my sword, I'm going to go for a, I'm going to um, try to go for his legs. 19. That's... Okay, I do 11 damage. All right.
0: Right his knee. So, similar to Galand attacking Escanor, you swing this gigantic greatsword right at his leg, and it gets stuck about two centimeters into his muscular thighs. It it doesn't even drop blood. Okay, all right. Hold on.
2: (laughs) I am going to... Use my pushing maneuver, oh, to add four damage <laughs> and throw him right off the ship. <laughs> Remember, I did it with the dragon, so I throw him fifteen feet and I throw him directly off the ship.
0: So yeah, well, with that, um, like hit to the leg, it doesn't make its way in, but you carry the force in to try and push him off, and you successfully like hit him off the ledge of the ship, and he breaks the railing and falls.
3: I see Meg lying horizontally on the ground and and I'm gonna kneel next to Meg and um, see if she's okay and if I can help her with anything. do Do you need anything? Do you need water? <gasps> yes. <laughs> and then I love I, water. I try pouring water into her mouth again.
4: And th-
5: this time it does not turn into sand.
4: I'm a hydrated queen.
5: <laughs> I run up to Egar. I run up to Igar to where he put where he pushed the guy off with our realizing what he's gonna do. He kind of closes his eyes, he takes out his notebook, hands it to Igar, and says, Remember me, and he jumps off. <laughs> I'm gonna face my demons head on. And I'm gonna go after this book. Go after I, this I, boy. I really
2: just threw this guy off the ship. What are you
5: doing? I'm going after. I'm going to protect my friends. Also, I cast Featherfall. <laughs> 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 All right. So yeah, you guys watch as Earl
0: Grey steps off the ledge of the ship and begins his descent. Wait uh, after you watch um, Earl Grey step off, immediately after a dark figure flies up from like right underneath where Earl was really fucking fast too too fast to keep a good eye on it. But on top of it is the giant demon orc and the orc is holding on to Earl Gray. You fucking came here. (laughs) Oops. After you guys see that the remaining soldiers go all to the left side of the ship and shoot their cannons at the, um, at the orc. Unfortunately,
1: all of them miss. Here's the thing. I don't want to kill Earl. Just do it. Just
4: do it. I'm going to cast Fireball. Birds are flammable. Birds are flammable, yeah. Their yeah. feathers are. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so that's a deck save, right?
4: It is. All right. What do I have to beat? A 15.
0: 15. All right. And he does not succeed. Nope. Uh, oh.
5: I am going to get hit. <laughs> all right let's see it
4: yeah it's, it's 86 fire damage uh,
5: 29 son of a bitch well goddamn! <laughs> yeah,
0: everyone next to meg so naz victor uh Igar. you see meg shoot a finger gun from the tips of her finger a red beam shoots out and
4: hey i'm sorry i
0: oh it's too
4: late i could use a sorcery point to protect Corey.
0: yeah you can do it i'll allow it well wow.
4: okay I'm going to protect you because you okay. also tried to help me. So All I'm right, going so. to use magic to use careful spells so I can spend one sorcery point and choose a number of creatures up to my Charisma modifier from taking the spell's full force. So All I right. think that means you get half damage.
5: Okay. So he
0: just takes 15 damage. This is what you guys see. Meg, she you know puts out her finger gun and shoots out a red line, a beam. Of flames, um, it hits the chest of this orc, this giant orc, and it erupts in flames. It engulfs the um, the entire orc. It engulfs uh, Earl Gray. It engulfs the bird. And after the flames dissipate, they look totally fine. Yeah, the bird looks a little like scratched up, but the orc and Earl Gray, um, totally fine. Good, good, good. Earl Grey, how
5: much you have left? Now, that's a mystery. It rhymes with Mayteen. Up next, it is the orc's turn. He kicks you
0: down, Earl. You are on your knees now. You guys watch this giant orc on top of this enormous, dark, winged creature. Earl Grey is on top of it as well, and he is bent down, and he is on his knees facing you guys. Standing behind him is the giant orc. He brings down his great axe on the back of Earl Grey's neck. He does a total of 27 slashing damage.
5: Well, I, my, my consciousness fades as I get hit in the back of the neck. It just collapse.
0: Not just consciousness fades, unfortunately, Earl. He brings it right down on the back of your neck, cutting your head clean off. You guys watch as Earl's body falls over, limp, and you guys are close enough to see this. Um, soon, very soon, the body of Earl Grey, the severed points at the you know at the base of its neck and um, at the you know the stump of the head, these red tendrils start to come out and grab hold of each other and reconnects the head to its body. Earl Grey is still on the ground, or on this um, winged creature, and isn't moving. And you see as his skin slowly turns red, his hair slowly turns white, and a pair of horns start to form on his forehead. And he gets up, and the orc bends a knee to him and says, Welcome back, Lord. Hey guys as always thanks for listening to another episode of the natural ones we're having a great time recording this and we hope you're enjoying it too if you think others would as well tell them about it remember to follow us on twitter at the nat ones and as always we'll catch you on the next one peace Congratulations, guys. you guys
5: lost a party number Earl gray hey, yeah. is dead dead. It was fun, y'all while wow, it lasted. and Igar has his notebook, so yeah, so
2: next session we'll find out what the notebook says, which is it's mostly scrabble. scribble Scrabble because he can't read or write. <laughs> <laughs>